You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Hello. Hello. How are you, Pamela? I am wonderful. I'm doing so much better. I'm so glad. Yay! We just like traded places because oh. now I'm like meh. I know. Me. I know. Okay. Root canal, huh? Yes, I needed root canal. I'm like right in the middle of like I have just a temporary thing going on. Um, broke my tooth in half over Thanksgiving. My back tooth. Um, eating a fucking soft pretzel. <laughs> Oh my like God. the dumbest thing that to break it, awful. but it was like the, the salt granules, like it just got in the right area. And I had like a major feeling like years and years and years ago on that too. So that, it's on one of your six year old molders. So I've had them for a long time, yeah. you know? So. so for our listeners outside of Utah, feeling is Utah and for filling. Just so you know what that word oh. is. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> so sad. <gasps> I've officially lost my like. California girl status, Have I guess. You? Oh. When I say, oh, I say mountain. Mm-hmm. I say, yep, I say yeah. everything like yeah. Utah. But Utahns will ask me where I'm from. Will they? Yes. Because you totally sound Utah to me. No, I'm I'm very much And Utah-ing. I mean that like in the cutest way possible. Oh, no, yeah. You're, I don't take offense at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just kind of funny. So Mariah here with Pamela today. Um, you want to just take a second and let us know what you do and okay yeah I own a boudoir studio I co-own it um, with my buddy Mateusz who is from Poland that's why he's got such a rad name and um, I love what I do it's the most awesome career ever Um, and I also am polyamorous I have two partners that live with me and um i have three kids yeah and i'm 40 years old and we have one snake you have a snake yeah i've never seen this snake i've been over to your house several times uh, yeah it's in my son's room okay well yeah i haven't (laughs) gotten into your son's room but what is it uh like a ball python or no i don't know that's always what i think of when i think of he's actually still kind of a baby he's only like a year old um he is a an albino milk snake, Nelson's milk snake. So he's really pretty. He's like Ooh. white and coral striped, <gasps> and he's named Peppermint. Oh, that's so cute. It's you adorable. Have to, like, I'll show you next time. Uh, yeah, a picture or yeah. something. Awesome. Um, so Mariah, I uh, well, I'm Mariah. I just said that like I was talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I am a health and wellness coach. I have my master's in health promotion. And um, I own Balance Your Wellness. So I do one-on-one coaching. I actually do couples coaching. So like married couple or something. But also even family, whole family wellness coaching. So when you're trying to make a um, a wellness shift, but you want it, the whole family involved, um, it's a very different way and a different approach. So you have to make sure someone's specially trained in this because it can get difficult and never want to start contention in your family with making those slight changes so I do that but I we do like online challenges or we me um however really really exciting things I am bringing on a um registered dietitian and so with my practice and so it's really exciting so we get to offer a lot more things and not only um I can give like nutritional advice 
um, but I can't actually prescribe a diet plan. However, registered dietitian can mm -hmm. and diagnose things. So, um, you know, kind of a little bit with what's going on with Pamela. That's what a dietitian can discover and give you a plan on a diet after that. Yeah. Like, Did you know that I actually made, that was my first major in college. Oh, that's I was awesome. a dietetics major. Yeah. How was that? I hated it. Uh, it's a lot of science. I mean, I didn't mind the science. What I actually minded was that I didn't agree with any of the principles that they were teaching, but oh. it was a state school, so they had to toe the line. And mm -hmm. and now you have more there like... There's nothing I could do. Yeah. It's a, it, <laughs> a little more open-minded. Um, and the research is also changing really yeah, quickly. Yeah, it is. In so. fact, so many of the things that I believed then are now being accepted as, you know, like the high, the benefits of a high-fat diet and that sort of thing mm -hmm. um, now are coming to light as... Or exposing um, the bullshit research. You know, people like uh, the Sugar King company mm. paid back in like the early 90s mm -hmm. to have research kind of hidden mm. that blew apart, you know, that talked about our obesity rates and that it was so related, closely related to sugar. They were like, no, 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 let's point the finger to fat. Yep. And so that's why you have a lot of like the low fat diets were really popular back well, then. The and 90s like, no is fat. not the first time that happened. It was no, no. But this but is really, not a yeah. podcast on nutrition. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're so going. I just get excited about that I know, stuff. I know. I do too. Let's do it. I know. I love it too. And I'm actually, I just started a, a new diet, a candida diet um, to get rid of my candida. So it's definitely on the front of my mind right yes. now. But, mm -hmm. but yes. But today we're going to be talking about... Sexuality nudity. versus nudity. Right. The two together, however, they are separate. Yes. They are not the same thing. Not one and the same. But nope, nope, nope. So many people, especially from conservative backgrounds, feel that nudity and sexuality are synonymous. Mm -hmm. You don't really find that in other cultures, especially like a lot of European cultures. People are more than happy to walk around nude and it not be a sexual thing. But here in the puritanical United States, it's a totally different story. Like people, you know, just freak the fuck out mm -hmm. at seeing a nude body and, you know, cover their children's eyes like it's something indecent. Not even a nude body, but parts of a nude body. You yeah. know, there's huge arguments going on and, and a huge uh, divide between... You know, what is the proper way to breastfeed a baby in public? Oh, my God. When it's, it's the proper way is exactly that. Breastfeed a baby in public. <laughs> right. Babies are hungry all the time, not just when you have the availability of going in another room. So when I but, had my first baby, like mm -hmm. um, the, the whole idea of like a nursing mother's room in any building was... That, like there was no conception of that like it didn't exist and so we were forced to go into the bathroom mm -hmm. to nurse our babies if if we wanted privacy and we were told we should go in there um because it was you know indecent for us to expose ourselves in public yes but but nobody provided a space for us to go and not even you should go in that room but you should go in that room and face the wall in case another mother needed to oh. go in and nurse as well. And I'm like, motherfucker, we're doing the exact same thing. <laughs> we know exactly what's going on. 
I just, I thought that was so uncomfortable and it mm-hmm. made me feel uncomfortable that I was like, it's a boob. Right. This is the job that my boob has been created to do. Because <laughs> um, I have three kids as well. And my I did not nurse my oldest because I was so shameful about that and had no clue how to approach it. And I was like, I'm going to be stuck in a room by myself all the time. And I'm kind of a FOMO person, you know, fear of missing out. So then you like have to walk away. You're like, oh, my baby's hungry. I have to leave the conversation. I don't even get to participate now. Yeah. um, Because you are too uncomfortable because you can't separate your thoughts of nudity and sexuality. You've put that on me. Yeah. Now, and that is a completely unfair expectation for a new mother. Oh, who's just trying to learn the ropes. Um, It's the expectation that's inappropriate or Mm -hmm. the, yeah, that point of view. There was a lot of difficult things during that time. And obviously I was just really young and hadn't found my voice yet. Obviously I have found it loud and clear now. Um, (laughs) And even a platform that I can scream at the top of my lungs about (laughs) things that I feel very strongly about. So nudity and sexuality is definitely one. Um, Just even... Uh, clothing and what you can do with clothing. I mean, where you should wear a bra because if I can see the outline of your nipple, that's a sexual thing. Yeah. You know? And so they're saying that's on you for putting sexual thoughts in my head with your fucking nipple. Yes. And it's like, you can't even see it. There's like, it's complete. Like, it's not like I'm wearing a sheer shirt with no bra. I like, but I more importantly, even if you could see it. No, exactly. So know. I'm like, let's, let's talk about this in a tiered system. Hold on. <laughs> Step back. <laughs> it's because you know that it's there, but I'm like, you know that it's there. Even if I w- was like walking behind a like black cube, <laughs> right? <to> like <laughs> completely cover everything. You know that it's still there. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's always kind of something it's like it's you need to control your own thoughts on it and it's mm-hmm. it's always kind of frustrating but you you have people and you have groups like the free the nipple group you mm-hmm. know this is a um, gender equity group that started in 2012 that really has been pushing for the um the equality of men and women being topless yeah and has been pushing for and yeah. actually won Yeah, so now there's six states, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, New Mexico, Kansas, and Oklahoma. Which I would think, like, those are pretty conservative states when you pop into your head. I'm in Colorado. (laughs) They're still kind of... Oh, yeah. They're getting there. But, you know, like, Utah. What? I know. Out of anywhere. But, like, it is now... um, You can walk around in Utah with your top off. I'm really curious about what the, the... Pride Parade is going to look like next year. Oh my gosh, we need to have a salty sex cast float. I think we might. <laughs> just kidding. It's <laughs> a lot of work, and I, just the three of us. We don't need a float. We can just walk in the parade. Yeah. No, I think it would be so much fun. That would be great. The three of us walking yeah. in the parade. Yeah. Brady's With here the, today too. We could say we, hey. Yeah. Say hi, Brady. Hi guys. We could just <laughs> have we could just have a pride flag, and some pants. Mm-hmm. Well, shoes. And she, oh yeah, I need shoes. Yeah. I'm really worried about bare feet though, yeah. and like my own bare feet. But it's textures <laughs> for me. Oh, I have. I'm just oh, really particular things, about certain things. Maybe maybe we could uh, think about setting up like a place to record down there and just grab random people, <gasps> come in and have some Ooh, conversations I at like Pride. 
Okay. Let's do it. Get it on yeah. the calendar. Say hi. Come say hi in Utah. Come fly out. We know we have lots of listeners that aren't even in Utah. We have listeners around the world, so shout out to you guys. Just awesome. It's yeah, it's, it's been, been really fun. Um, yeah, I think that would be super fun just to have that recording and kind of have people come say hi and drop by and get some. Oh, we'll have to have like a list of questions and mm-hmm. put people on the spot too because why not? It's a great place. It's a lot of open-minded people. You're probably going to hear some lot of woke things. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, we, we're talking about free the nipple, um, which is really exciting. Like I actually got an experience this fall kind of, we went to Las Vegas for my birthday, which is in September. And so we usually try to always go to Vegas, you know, it's really close to Utah. It's an easy trip. It's fun. Um, but it's a totally different environment, different vibe, you know? Um, and we went with another couple and they were like, oh, we really, really want to go to the topless pool. It's really fun. And I was like, I've never actually been like, this will be a really fun experience. And this was my 30th birthday this year. So I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like, um, I want to go, I want to see it. And I, I really expected a few creepers, a uh-huh. few like swinger type vibe, you know, so the opposite. It was so fun and like bonus no tan lines no weird tan lines (laughs) on my top um but like have you ever been in a pool without a top well sure okay brady's nodding of course brady has um you're like well sure okay so and i have a couple times too but like publicly without being like someone else's pool or something i don't know it was just like i gotta feel the water on me and Mm -hmm. it's just like a different like feel experience and like there's just no shame I didn't feel like I was put on display. I didn't feel like I was a, like, it wasn't a sexual creepy, you know, you got a weird, a couple, like, like random, just single guys that are just kind of like floating the pool that you're like, well, what are you doing, buddy? Are you lost? You know, um, <laughs> can I help usually you find old, your mother? Yeah. They're usually older <laughs> men actually, but, um, at least the the experience I had. But it was just really fun. It was a fun, cool vibe. And, like, everybody was super chill. And there was no extra getting hit on. There was no extra uncomfortable. Like, I don't... I, it was a really weird cool at? No. no. Leered. No. And it was kind of funny because um, the friend we went, she was really hesitant to take off her top. And I was like, do it. It's... It, like, feels so good just to be able, like, I have that power to yeah. do it. You know, it's like as a kid when you finally can, like, swear... I think it's like oh, we could do this here. <laughs> Guess what? We can do it in Utah right now too. We, yeah. no one can get us. I mean, we're probably gonna get some looks, but you can't be arrested. Yeah, you can't be reprimanded in any way. At least not in public places. In private places, they still have that option to be like, no. You know, they also have that option to be like, um, you know, we don't allow kids, or you know, they can't say yeah. stuff like that. But I'm like, that's cool. Was there a dress code? To the pool? Yeah, I mean, I I know that sounds weird to talk about a, a dress code. There has code. to be bottoms. Okay, but I mean, I guess uh, if if you get in the water, were you required to be to be topless? Nope, they call it optional. Optional. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so it's it's optional. There's no pressure, but I only saw maybe mm, 25, 30 at most percent of girls had their top still on. Um, and so it's actually higher than I thought it would be. It was a little high. It was also during the weekend of Mr. Olympia. 
Uh-huh. And so there was a lot of like bodybuilding type. And I don't know if that's just something that they were uncomfortable. Um, you know, when you're uh, an extreme bodybuilder, you don't have a lot of breast tissue. Um, and so I don't know if that's just something that they weren't comfortable taking off for what hmm. a lot of fake boobs. I mean, you'll get most of that. I think, you know, there's a couple like, I don't want to say naturals, but you can tell that like there was no like plastic surgery. Yeah. Um, and so, but you say that like the majority were fake boobs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I think, I don't know if it was the comfort level that people had to take them or, you yeah. know, the women had to take those off, but I enjoyed it. And yes, I do have my fake boobs. <laughs> so I'm really curious about this. Do fake yeah. boobs float? I thought they sink. I thought, isn't it fat that floats? Yeah. Cause my, my boobs float. Cause yeah. I, they're not, they're, they're natural. natural. Uh huh. Um, it, and I always forget that cause I'm not a bath taker. So every time I get into a pool nude, it's I'm like, like oh, oh, yeah, they're all pretty. Hello, ladies. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So my boobs are so firm. I don't want to say firm. I mean, it's not like they feel gross and like hard, but they're just very. Yeah. Perky. Very perky. And so I don't know if it gives it a chance to move uh-huh. one way or the other. <laughs> um. So I couldn't tell you if, mm-hmm. unless someone has like huge, like mega implants that you could even really tell that have like softened over time with their skin has softened oh, around yeah. them to yeah. let them have the opportunity to be a little bit droopier, a little softer. Um, mine are only five years old, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. And it's under the muscle and I'm very um, fit. Like I go to the gym yeah. a lot. So I have a, you know, strong pectoral muscles that right. maybe that can also just... <laughs> Suction them into place, you know, they're not going anywhere. I have no clue. There's my two cents on that. But, but it was a cool, enjoyable experience, and I thought it was really fun. I was like, I don't do this all the time. Um, I don't think you can get that same vibe without having some type of organized e- place or event that was very open like that. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other experiences I feel like people have had in this room with nudity and sexuality. Brady, that's you. Yeah, that is me, huh? <laughs> so, did we talk about it in the other podcast that me and you did together? I don't know if you it ca- described it kind of came up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Just I it was a second. I ended up at a nudist colony by accident for five days. <laughs> and, this is uh, just like when somebody hears that alone they're like you have to tell more like that's the best cliffhanger ever it totally is best opener and and it's not believable like until you hear this story you're like no no one could possibly end up there by accident cute little naive Brady no (laughs) 19 year old I was 19 yeah see see, when you describe it that way I was like okay a little bit better a little bit context you know like get us in that context and draw us that picture Brady so we'd been a part of a project uh, where we're working on the uh, structure of the building and I don't want to talk too much about what we were doing because people in my life were involved but uh, when I uh, when we were wrapping up the owner would come out and visit and bring drinks and stuff he was a really nice guy and and I always thought it was kind of weird that this really big expensive facility that I didn't really know what it was about his owner was or the owner was kind of like always in very simple clothing open shirts shorts flip flops right which you know, you always expect suit and tie. And so he comes out, and at the, the last days we're wrapping up, he, he comes out and he gives gives out a bunch of uh, one-day free resort passes. And, I mean, you know, I was 19. This was 
long time ago. And so they were, I mean, it wasn't even like a gift card. It was printed on a piece of paper, like really <laughs> thick, nice papers. <laughs> like a voucher. Yeah. And so I made a plan to go back because nobody else wanted their vouchers. And, and uh, uh, I was going to take uh, my girlfriend at the time. She broke up with me. And I was like, well, I've already got the time scheduled off. I borrowed a car. Like, I'm going. Mm-hmm. And so I took off to go. And when I showed up to the lobby, it was kind of funny because the girl working at the front desk sort of like leaned around the pot- yeah, and the like looked at my luggage and then just sort of like <laughs> leaned. You know, she like straightens up, kind of looks at me like, what in the hell? Yeah. What's what do you on- need that for? Yeah. What's going on with you, you weirdo? And and <laughs> so she she says something about like it's not normal to have single men here or whatever. And I was like, what? What do you mean single men we what's what's wrong with single men i don't understand <laughs> and uh so she she brings out the owner who who walks me into his office and explains what's going on and it kind of became apparent because there were photographs like group photographs on the walls and like nobody had clothes on you know and being kind of naive from utah and not really thinking the whole thing through i was honestly thinking like maybe it's just art <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I don't understand like this art. Fr- it's a, yeah. I, I imagine like this high school class picture. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. And oh but it was like always around the same pool, mm-hmm. and I ended up swimming nude in that very same pool. I don't think they took my picture while I was there, though. Aww. Maybe that's just a thing they do at the end of the year, but I'm sure like season. something like that. And I imagine they have to get everybody together and like, hey, is it okay to take a photograph of you? Yeah. Because uh, a lot of, the, I mean, there were police officers and judges yeah. and prominent yeah. people in yeah, society were, yeah who, who came and enjoyed it and, it was, awesome. and i'd imagine the lots of these people like don't you know they're really pretty it's the only time of the year when they're nude like that right like nude in a public setting um i feel like i probably interacted with people who were there quite a bit oh, okay so this place is open year-round i don't know i so I tried Googling it. I tried finding it again because I wanted to know the name when we when we decided to do this podcast, and I can't find it. And oh. I'm kind of under the impression that the building is now a dispensary. Oh. So they may not be in business anymore, but I got the impression that there were, like, long-term residents who lived there, mm-hmm. and then they had, like, timeshares. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I didn't understand the structure of the whole thing. It's that in, is very interesting. And the, the place was huge, and they had easy access. There was so a hiking trail. it's kind of like a, an apartment complex type, like a resort. Yeah, like okay. being at a resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, well, and then it was situated such, though, that there was access to, like, a really nice hiking trail. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of funny on the trail. They would go on, like, guided hikes, and the guy would talk about nature or whatever. And, uh, and you had to bring... Uh, something to cover yourself with because there was like a hundred yards where you had to cover up to cross that hundred yards and then you could uncover as soon as you crossed it because it was a cross trail with a public trail something like that oh. gotcha yeah or like maybe where people could see you. It could okay, have been, so could have been us, a right away. Tell us more of your experience. It, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was an intense experience for me, uh, and you it completely immersed yourself. You I jumped were like, right in. You weren't going to be that one guy in clothes and being like, what's up? Well, I mean, the first couple <laughs> of days I had like celebrity status because um, the guy. Because you were the only single guy there. I was like the only single guy there. <laughs> and, and the owner who realized kind of what. Because I, you know, I told him the story about the girlfriend and everything. And, and he realized kind of the predicament I was in. And I was like, and, and he asked me, he's like, if you want to go back, I'll pay for your gas. Uh, but if you, if you decide to stay, um, why don't I go introduce you to some people? So you're not just like 
walking floater. into this alone. Yeah. yeah. And the float, the old guy floater in the pool in the topless pool that everyone's like, what the hell? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I said, I made the trip. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. So I jumped right in. Uh, I had to buy a pair of flip flops. For some reason, I didn't have flip flops at the time. So I wore like dad tennis shoes with like white socks up to my ankles <laughs> to walk. Oh my God. Yeah, it was, it was, it was oh. kind of funny, but he walked me to basically like a, like a 7-Eleven, like a convenience store, maybe more like a CBS. Yeah. And there's people just walking up and down the aisles naked, you know, shopping. Um, I don't understand. It was just like a, so, con- it's a convenience store. In a yeah. I mean, I understand. Yeah the principal but like i don't understand how the store can be a nudist store it's on the property it's owned by the resort yeah oh. you yeah. know how like sometimes you have like the little gift shop in the hotel i'm imagining yes. something like that yeah that's basically kind of okay. what it was yeah okay and uh so i bought a pair of flip-flops and we went back and i dropped my shoes off so i didn't have to wear you know i mean they were they were like military issue white tennis shoes like it was dad shoes for sure and then he went and introduced <laughs> me around on like the first group of people he introduced me to to there i think they lived there Mm. or at least spent a lot of their time there and um i spent most of my time probably with that family uh because they had a daughter my age who was flying in later on uh i can't remember if it was the first night or second night but she was coming home from school and it was her first time back to the nudist colony since she had turned you know 12 or 13 Mm mm-hmm and uh, it was, it was kind of interesting as as an outsider who was immersing myself in a completely different environment, how, you know, there were little things that would catch me off guard and snap me back to reality. Like, this isn't how most people do things. <laughs> uh, like, this is, this is completely different. But I think the interesting takeaway for me was that there was zero sexuality involved. Like, the point of everybody not wearing their clothes was not to like get a look at the goods mm. it wasn't like this dirty stinky swinger pit the creepy yeah vibe yeah no and that's what everyone thinks of when they think of a nudist colony yeah i wouldn't say everyone Mo- i would say most like, people yes yeah i mean a lot of people that i've talked to about it are kind of like what the hell you were doing what and i was like oh yeah we played shuffleboard there was a yeah, volleyball it's pit not a big orgy <laughs> yeah like, that's and what i think a lot of people are so that's what gives those nudist colonies and those groups mm-hmm. kind of that bad name or like vibe, I guess, that people try to force that expectation on them that it has to be sexual if they're going to be nude. Well, mm-hmm. I think they, they do a really good job of kind of policing that and making sure that it doesn't become that. They want to protect the safe space that they have. Uh, and so one of the instances. It's a way of life. Yeah. They want to protect that. Yeah. Yeah. That naturalist state. One of the instances that I had that sort of like snapped me back to reality where I was like, oh, you know, the whole, you know, the world doesn't live this way type deal was um, I fell asleep at the pool. <laughs> and <laughs> just, Pamela and I just immediately start yeah. giggling. Yeah. yeah. When men fall asleep <laughs> and get relaxed, stuff happens. Right. Yeah. And so the lifeguard uh, stand to attention. Yeah. Not the lifeguard. Yeah, not the lifeguard. Uh, no, I, had, I mean, I'll, I'll be up front. I had a raging erection, <laughs> like a raging nap time erection. Nap time. And I was 19. Like, it, I mean, it didn't take much anyways, but yeah. um, the lifeguard who ironically was dressed, wearing shorts anyways, he, he came over and woke me up and he was like, hey, like, you either need to cover that with a towel till it goes away or maybe get in the pool 
till you cool off. Hmm. And, you know, that was kind of a, <laughs> like, you know, they didn't want people walking around with erections. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing about it, too, was. Because then that is kind of like a, you know, we talked about the sword fight. Mm-hmm. The, you know, it doesn't become sexual until it's boner. Yeah. yeah basically. <laughs> I mean, that was the impression I got. I mean, people got them. It happened. Well, that's a it's a physiological response to stimuli. Certainly. Like, you can't, like, Yeah, you don't just, have control over that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you have zero control over it. And so, I mean, it. it I, I don't think I had uh, an inappropriate erection. I mean, I didn't have an erection at, like, a bad time besides that. Yeah. And, but I saw it take place from time to time. You saw okay. other people. Yeah, have just randomly people mm-hmm. would, you know. Uh, Happy. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, I'm, the, I'm sorry. I think that's probably a better. I don't think anybody really had like my full nap time raging 19 year old erection. Veiny. Like <laughs> just so full. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> Fling a peanut, right? <laughs> uh, but, you know, guys go through different states of arousal throughout the day, just the natural course of things. And so it comes and it goes. And mm-hmm. like nobody points it out. Nobody. Like, they don't draw attention to it. And if, if a guy, I think, was maybe crossing a line and getting a little bit, like, he realized it was getting in the way of playing shuffleboard or whatever we were doing, he'd, like, kind of cover up for a little bit until it went away and then just join back in. Interesting. Yep. That's so cool. I would love, love to do that, ex- have that experience. It was yeah. the most liberating experience of my I life. I would, exactly. too, because, yeah. as mu- I mean, as much as I talk about this, like, because I've always been a proponent of, like, you know, anyone who wants to be nude should totally be nude. It has nothing to do with sexuality. I, I haven't really had that experience. I mean, I've been nude around a lot of people, but, but not as often, a community. Yeah, it's often under. Group. Yeah, it's it's like in sexual circumstances. Yeah, yeah, just like an everyday, you know, and that and that's what I was probably trying to explain and did a horrible job with with the pool. It was just an everyday experience that was just that one level deeper. Of like with less clothing and it didn't change that experience in a, it didn't add any sexual component into it, Yeah, but it changed it for the topless pool. You talked about how different it felt swimming topless. Yeah. Do you just get different sensations? Like, it's just like, it feels so comfortable. I don't have this. Well, and then after you get out of the pool, you know, when it's like a wet swimming suit or something and it gets cold. Mm -hmm. Yes. I hate that. It's so uncomfortable. So you're freezing. I did not get that. I was warm. I mean, obviously like my bottoms would still kind of get a little bit, but, um, you know, it wasn't anything that it just wasn't uncomfortable. Cause like, I remember like taking off my swimming suit and since, you know, I do have my silicone tatas (laughs) that holds the cold. So if you mm. grab my boob after I've gone swimming, it feels frozen. Oh like it God. feels so cold. Like you're like, are you going to lose a nipple? Like it's that cold. Like if I wasn't breathing, you'd think I was dead. That's interesting. And it's super cold. And so I'll just hold my boobies and I'm like, <laughs> they're so cold. It's freezing. And, you know, obviously limited blood flow because mm. it's not right. a body part. Yeah. It's synthetic. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, that cold swimming suit and everything. So it's just, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> So when I swam in the pool at the nudist colony, oh yeah, it was, uh, it felt amazing. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, and I, I mean, it felt like it was easier to swim. And yeah, you don't have that weird fabric by anything, or trying to hold something up to swim. Have you ever had like your bottom slowly start to, mm-hmm. like, if you're ever yes, or like on a freaking slide? Other than that, would be like a, <laughs> you know, like the really fast water slides, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, like your top 
will be or like I'll, you have like a good old wedgie up there or something uh-huh. i was like oh wait that would might be like an animal or something i don't want to i want to avoid <laughs> <laughs> of course i go to something butt stuff oh <laughs> Don't you dare spray water. <laughs> so so an interesting thing, I don't know if I've mentioned it to you before, yeah. was that uh, one of the concerns that I've heard women talk about is having their period. That was my other question. So women, you could generally tell who was on that cycle on that cycle because uh, they would they would wear bottoms. Yeah, but I wonder if that's changed now because, like, with the invention of the menstrual the cup, cup mm-hmm. yeah, like, I put that thing in in the morning and I don't remember that I have a period all day. That's so awesome. It's it so it was great. not. Um, We're gonna have to talk about that on another episode. Yeah. I have okay. questions. Okay. See, yeah. see, and I've had a hysterectomy, and that was like the best thing ever. But I also have endometriosis, and mm. so like I had really, really rough, rough periods. Um, so I think like that would, like everyday activities were disrupted because of my period, not only because I was bleeding, but just because I couldn't even stand up straight. I was in so much pain. I still haven't and got mine. Oh, oh Brady, you're still waiting. <laughs> Someday. One day. Okay, well, we'll throw you a period party when you do. Okay? <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> red theme. Yeah, shades of, of red. Um, but yeah, and so that's why I always kind of wondered. I'm like, what do you do? Because that's something that... Well, another another thing as far as that goes, I yeah. mean, like I said, they wear their bottoms. and When and you're saying bottoms, is it just like a like pair a bikini- of panties yeah. or just like... Kind of depend. I mean, they mostly look like bikinis to me. Okay. Um, just kind of so curious it probably depends on like style. how heavy their period is, how heavy yeah. their flow is. Well, and yeah. you kind of just pick up on what's the the trend too. So you're like, oh, okay, you know, like the style, like what's in, like what's socially acceptable. I don't even, yeah, like acceptable, but yeah. like kind of like what other people are doing, and you just follow suit. Well, and then you know. young young children were uh-huh. diapered, uh huh, right, and then. Um, you, you pretty much carried a towel around with you everywhere to sit to on. To sit. That was the other thing because I'm ah, a little, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, so a you're not wet your producer, you know, and so I'm like, I'm going to be leaving like a little Mariah streak behind everywhere <laughs> I sit. And so that's when the first question I asked Brady when he told me mm-hmm. that story, I was like, what do you do with your butt? Like with your, like, because I just am always wet down there, yeah. you know, and which is very helpful. I've never really had to use lube. But that's, that's why I'm like, I would be a little very embarrassed. Very nice for you. I'm no longer 30, so. That's why I was I like, I don't know, in experience. 10 years. Well, especially now without a uterus, you know, and all of that. <clears throat> oh, and yeah. not a, a, you know, it could change. But anyway. Well, and it was ev- everybody carried a towel. Everyone. Men, men mm-hmm. and women for hygiene reasons. Hygiene. That's nice. I like yeah. that. Hygienic reasons. Because yep. you know me and butts. I'm like, ew, yep. did you wipe good enough? <laughs> sure. And you just sat on there, you know. I think it's kidding. really interesting that the babies were all diapered like it seems like that would be the community that would try elimination communication um i don't know that it was i don't want to say all babies but it just seemed sort of like the children that had not quite figured out using the bathroom yeah uh were diapered yeah and i don't i mean i i didn't really interact with a whole bunch of children mm-hmm. and i didn't really like it wasn't a subject that ever kind of came up but i did have questions i wish i would have asked because the family i was with was really sweet i found out uh they invited me to dinner and I found out, like, well, it dawned on me, I shouldn't say found out, that, like, their daughter was coming in, and they had specifically invited me to this dinner to, like, set us up. <laughs> <laughs> and when when that dawns on you and you're sitting there naked uh, with her and her parents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, that was another that was another time where I was like, whoa. Viewing it from the outside, I was like, I don't I don't know. It, it would be super awkward to meet my daughter's date in the nude and i ended up spending the whole rest of the five days with her mm-hmm. yeah 
That's awesome. Yeah, it was a blast. And it, I never asked, did it get sexual at all? Yeah. With her? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it I, wasn't, but it wasn't, that wasn't the first impression when you met her. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to bang you or, you know, like you're naked. So you want it. No, it wasn't Never anything like, like that. that. No, yes, it, was n- exactly. it was nothing like that. And and to be honest with you, it was it was not until she kind of came on to me that I really took in the more sexual parts of of you know nudity or whatever. Gotcha. Like I mean, she was a pretty person, mm-hmm. and uh, people around her age were sort of like would decorate themselves a little bit more than like the married couples were just mm-hmm. naked. Yeah, like maybe had a necklace on or something, but like the girls her age uh, or the people her age would sort of like guys would i don't know paint on themselves or whatever and then and then she wore a golden chain around her waist to dinner that was like her formal wear <laughs> just a cute yeah. little love uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. just accessory because yeah. I, I love clothes we need we need to find a nudist yes. resort so, so there's one nearby visit. in idaho okay that is for lack of a better word, it's more like a campground. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, I think it'd be fun to, to set up. And like I said, if we do a podcast out of the Pride Parade, maybe next year we could try to... A traveling cast, yeah. L- let's yeah. travel cast from, from the Idaho nudist camp. Okay. I love it. Let's do it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I'm going to have to buy stock and freaking bug spray, though. I already Should get eaten alive. That's the only reason I wear like long sleeves in the summer. <laughs> so that it's like... <laughs> Should we break our families? Because I would love to see the look yes. on my 13-year-old son's face when I tell him that we're all going on vacation. I don't know that I would want to deal with my kids. Not that, you know, like, it's not a, a fun vacation just because mm-hmm. of the ages they are. Like, it's still a lot of work to go travel. You yeah. know, so it's really, really fun when it's just us two. Mm-hmm. Um well, yeah, I, w- I know. I, I was just—I don't really want to bring children. Okay, I was like, the but partners, th- we could bring partners. The only, totally the only thing I kind of mentioned was I noticed when I was at the nudist colony that there was like an age gap, uh, and it was sort of like there's a certain age at which kids sort of like you know you're going through changes, you feel awkward, and so they kind of separate themselves from that for a little while. Like yeah, they I said, don't attend. They just don't attend. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was my date's uh, first time coming back to the nudist colony when we met. So basically, they're teenage years. Yeah. The, the awkward, weird-feeling kids kind of, they bounce. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I mean, I you so. look in any other type of, I don't want to say extreme culture, but a, a, a very different, um, you know, like, I'm trying to th- remember the word that they use for, like, the Amish community. They uh, let their teenagers leave. Rumspringer. St- yeah. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. I'm like, I can't think of it, but I'll recognize. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's like at that same thing, go experience the world in a different way. You don't have to follow what we follow mm-hmm. because that's what we do, which I would love if there was more religious and other organizations and other lifestyles that did that too, because I think that's very powerful. And then you are. Well, and yeah. it, to me, the, the message of the whole thing was just being comfortable with who you are. Mm-hmm. And, that. Uh, you know, as kids get into an awkward phase and like they're start talking about sex in school because of sex ed and then their friends are like you do what mm-hmm. and so they kind of withdraw yeah and the parents don't force it on them because they want them to be comfortable yeah well and, and i'd say most of them come back i bet yeah cool. i was just just gonna say that i bet statistically they come back but also their body image that level i bet is skyrocketing you know with yeah. uh, with naturalists just because it's like 
I don't have to hide behind clothing to make me feel better. Yeah. This is just who I am. And I've seen everybody's differences and, um, close up. I've seen, you know, like you can't really hide if you're uncomfortable with something in a community like that. And so it's, it's, I think I'd be so cool, you know, and like where people like sign up for boot camps. Mm-hmm. to like get into shape yeah you know someone with like low body image you just yeah. have to go and hang out in a nudist colony like a, it's like an extreme <laughs> you definitely camp. you definitely Immersive stop feeling bad about anything about yourself when, when you everybody get to kind of look has around, something going on yeah and then and then, and like i said my date uh or i called her my date earlier and i'm just gonna keep calling her that because i don't know if she'd want her name talked about but she uh she was one of the most confident women I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It must really change your that perspective on things. Insecurity, you know, like, yeah, it just, it, it, it just bleeds it out. Like there's just mm-hmm. no way, you know, it's, I, I think, think I mentioned so cool. like in a, in a previous episode, how, um, my other partner, she's not my partner exactly, my partner's partners. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she, uh, up until, like really recently she had never seen another woman naked before outside of like porn, mm. you know, and, and a lot of women are, I think in that same, bo- or people like are in that same boat where like they just grow up and their parents are so private about nudity that they don't know what a normal naked adult body is supposed to look like. So yes. that's probably why it's so fucking terrifying to go through puberty like my parents were always really relaxed about me walking in while they were like getting out of the shower and getting dressed whatever it Uh was it was no big deal in our household so it's never been a big deal for me and that was such a gift that they gave me but you know there are plenty of families that are not that way and and it must just the option like you know if they knock and I'm getting out of the shower or something and I we sleep nude yeah Um, well I my husband usually is wearing underwear but I'm usually nude and I'm just like, hey, I'm naked. No, I never said don't come in. Yeah. So then that gives them the option of, okay, I just, you know, I'm coming in to tell you. And a lot of times it's my boys have kind of avoided it. But I think they're also going through that age where they're getting those mixed signals that it is wrong to be nude. And you shouldn't be. Yeah. You know, and you shouldn't see other people naked. Yeah. When, you know, and so just saying this out loud, I'm like, I should probably have another conversation And I hate having these formal conversations. I like when they naturally come up. It makes more of an impact on kids anyway, instead of the scarring thing like, I just got fucking birds and the bees talk, you know, or something (laughs) like, and they're like 15 years old. You've missed the mark, parents, if that's when you're having it. Anyway. um, But yeah, so like, I just feel like I try to give them the option and I'm pretty open. And uh, my daughter said something really funny the other day. She has this little, uh, so she's six. And, um, she has a skirt that's this really cute pleated skirt, but it doesn't give like, there's no stretch to it. And it has a zipper on the side. And I was like, holy crap. Like she just like grew really fast. Cause like, we just wore this last week. How's this? And I was like, okay, so to zip it up, you have to suck in. And she was just like, why would I want to do that all day? I like the way I am. And I was like, fuck yeah, girl. <laughs> I, love I love it. And then she, we went to the beach over the summer. We went to San Diego and, um, you know, I have just bigger thighs and uh, just more curves and stuff. And, and she was kind of comparing cause she's very athletic build. Like she's got some calves already for being mm-hmm. a six year old. Usually they're little twiggies and, and she was yelling at the beach, thick thighs, save lives. And it's like <laughs> stuff like that. I love that. Oh. Like, you know, she's looking at bodies 
and not to compare it in a bad way, you know, and it's just like, no, this is who I am and I'm fine with that. Why would I want to be uncomfortable all day? You know, like that was just like her, like, why would I want to be uncomfortable all day? I'm like, you got it. The skirt's too small. Let's go somewhere. You know, let's get something else. Right. Um, I love that versus the the opposite messaging that some kids are getting that, you know, they have to look like a Barbie mm-hmm. to be acceptable. Like that is the only example of beauty. And wanted. That, that they're exposed to. Yeah. Right. And so Which they don't that think. that is the end result. You should be wanted and yeah. coveted after or, you know. Right. And so if you don't look like that naked, you know, when it's like. And then you don't have value if you're not desirable. Mm. That's really oh. the message that we're sending. Oh. Yeah. I just had an interesting thought as I was thinking about my experience at the nudist colony. I spent less time at the nudist colony sucking in than I do <laughs> now wearing clothes. Oh, sucking it like you're, S- you're, like you're sucking your gut, in my gut. Belly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing yeah. sexual. It was just a nudist colony. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to look fantastic to be comfortable. Because the end goal isn't to get naked in front of someone that I want to be able to be desired and look sexy for. The end goal is just, no, this is just me. And, like, I'm already naked. Like, I don't know. That is so awesome. It's so rad. And that's one reason that you need to separate that nudity and sexuality mm-hmm. to build up your body image mm-hmm. yeah. satisfaction. 100% agree. Boom. There you go. We did it. We did the episode. No, we have to, well, not no, but yeah, well, no, we, so I think that's just such a great thing to, to really bring up and, you know, with your photography business, you get to see a lot of people's discomforts and sometimes oh, yeah. and hesitations because that has been something that's just drilled into their brain for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, I mean, I have had quite a few clients who were just... <laughs> very very uncomfortable with um with being seen nude and one of them actually um the most extreme case she just she didn't even want me in the room while she was um during her session um because she wanted the the fewest people possible looking at her and judging her and she has an absolutely beautiful body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she didn't want me to see the pictures that, that he took afterwards either. So he edited them. And, and normally I am integral to the whole process. You like are. I'm there the entire time. Right. Like you did a session with me. I did. It was very helpful to have you there. Like just. Yeah. I'm the assistant. I do. Well, and you're just a fun like peppy up, you know, because obviously the photographer holding the camera in front of them, you can't really connect in a human way. Where you want that human way to come or that human look to come out into the subject. Am I making sense when I'm saying yeah, this? So I when you so. were like, hey, just give me sexy eyes or something, I was like, oh, I can give Pamela sexy eyes. <laughs> but it's hard to do that, give the lens a sexy yeah. eye, you know? And it's like, I can't connect with this on a human level. You want that humanity, 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 humanity. humanity. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anomic, um, aphasia. Anomic, aphasia. <laughs> um, humanity to come out. Mm-hmm. And that, and so, and then I just felt like it made it more genuine too. It was just like, yeah. oh, someone's there. Yeah. Okay. So there's my that, experience. Do you think that sometimes it might be the case that women feel more judged with feel more woman? judged by women? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, and I wonder if men are the same way, where it's sort of 100%. like, so I'm th- nude, and the competition is sizing me up. Yeah, I think Ooh. it's. I think it's very much like that. That yeah. that for her, she knew that if she was, or, or in her mind, when she's nude, um men 
are lusting after her mm-hmm. because she has such a sexy body. And women want to fight and her. And women are judging her and finding all of the imperfections in her because they want to tear her down Your because they find her threatening. Yeah. So I think that is my theory. I, I didn't get that verbatim from her or anything, but um, I would feel like that is just how, why women get so catty with other women in general. Yeah, I agree. It's a threat. It's a, it's a, there's something in us biologically that look at the members of the yes. same sex as and competition. So, yeah, and so if there is someone that's you know maybe looks a little bit better, or has something that we covet after, you know, mm-hmm. like Pamela's got some gorgeous curly hair that I absolutely love instead of me, and then like naturally, being younger, I probably would have been like, hey, whatever, ugly hair, you know, like or just like I'm gonna make fun of her, make it, make sure she knows that it's dumb when really <laughs> it's so beautiful and the only reason I would want to drag it down is to make you feel bad about it so I feel better about mine yeah. and that's where you get the mean girl syndrome in you know it's a threat and yeah. we're getting a little bit off the mark yeah, today but, but and I don't think that this client was a, a mean girl and, no. but I think that she was raised in that environment no, I'm and saying, hasn't, yeah, hasn't moved past it um, and and I, I don't know it's just very interesting that there are still adult women because that, that is how I was too um, as a young person um, but that there are adult women who are still in that mindset. Well, um, you know, we have a Twitter account and that's at salty sex cast. If you happen to want to follow us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we put out a pool, uh, a poll. poll. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I knew as soon as it came out of my mouth. Utah. Utah. <laughs> anomic aphasia. <laughs> having like a half a mouth that's not feeling awesome so i'm like trying to avoid it with my tongue so even like them that fuck <laughs> even then i'm tripping over my own words because i'm trying not to like talk normal because it hurts okay we'll forgive you thanks guys yeah. love you so much this we is love a, you this is the best job for me is podcasting with all of the shit that goes on <laughs> i can't talk um okay so the question was can you be nude and comfortable um the so we had seventy seven. Wait, was that the full question? Are what what were can the exact yeah, that, words? That's the just the question. Okay, the, yeah. the, the exact words was can you be uh, comfortable comfortable nude, nude around others? Okay, because okay. that makes a difference. I'm around so others sorry. makes yes, a difference. Brady, you just say it. You're the ones who <laughs> you're the one who put out our your our producer, lovely producer. So the first podcast that I or the excuse me the first poll that yes. I put up on uh, Twitter was can you be nude around somebody comfortably? question mark we had a total of 22 votes 77 percent was yes uh nine percent said no and then 14 percent said it depends on the lighting can i just say too (laughs) that it's you know we could easily assume that those nine percent were people that were you know typically not like society's idea of beautiful and that's why they don't want to be comfortable nude. Maybe mm-hmm. they're severely obese mm-hmm. or they're, you know, have whatever kind of health issues or whatever. But the thing that I have learned from doing what I do is that that has very little bearing on how people, f- how people look has very little bearing on how they feel about themselves mm-hmm. and the confidence that they have in their bodies. Because um, probably my most critical, self-critical client was also my most beautiful client in in the mm-hmm. society comparing it to the society beauty societal beauty ideal is that what you're saying or just Ju- well i'm just saying that um i have had 
or in your I've had clients personal. that um you know are not like typical beauties necessarily okay. yes. like like people that wouldn't be judged as you know um with society's like, view right exactly okay, thank you society's mm-hmm. typical um definition of beauty mm-hmm. and those women have kick-ass attitudes about their bodies they love themselves mm-hmm. they you know embrace their bodies for exactly how they are uh, without judgment and then you know on the other side of that coin I've had quite a few clients that were were typically beautiful by society standards and and they had the worst views their about images, themselves. yeah and they looked perfect like I couldn't detect anything wrong in in these images they They would say I look chubby there these are skinny girls yes or Mm -hmm. you know they would say I don't like how that and that just shows you that um you know body image satisfaction and and, then body um acceptance starts from within it does those that's that inner dialogue it's that it's not at all what you see with your eyes mm-hmm. or f- even feel with your hands. Cause you know, like cellulite and stuff, I'll tell you right now, like I got that, you know? And so it is purely the inner dialogue starts with there, you know, cause I, I specialize in body image. And, and so that's, that's something that like, I feel very, very strongly about that. If you can't even find one thing you like about yourself, no matter how beautiful you are to anyone's standards, you will never find comfort in yourself. Yeah. You will so always true. be chasing some mythical beauty mm-hmm. that's not achievable without, you know, like just accepting. And I love when you said, like, non-judgment way. Um, and that's what I feel like that topless pool experience gave me. Mm-hmm. Is it was just having that experience in a non-judgmental way. Yeah. It wasn't me comparing myself and my boobs to other women, you know? Yeah. You were putting all of yourself out there, or most. Most of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the bottom barely <laughs> covered, covered anything. anything. Anyway. Um, and, and, and they were underwater anyway, so yeah. it wasn't like a big deal, you know? But it is, it, I, I felt like that was super empowering to me to just be exposed and let other be others be exposed around me and then not and taking away that judgment that judgment wasn't there i think something that i remember from the from my visit to my little nudist colony uh was that after maybe the first 30 minutes mm-hmm. i had completely forgotten that we were all naked yeah you it, do it wasn't yeah. even something Being i was yeah, it wasn't something that came to the foreground it came back around us i mean i was an outsider looking in so there were a ton of moments where like i said i kind of snapped back to what i was used to and been like oh this is different mm-hmm. you know but i think it's really cool yeah. i think i mean it, it just shows you that um you can use nudity to give yourself some of that empowerment back mm-hmm. in different ways um but and i will and, and i will go as far as saying that sexual empowerment back um but when we say nudity i really really hope your first reaction is not sexuality because yeah. it's very two different things well get i mean if you just get comfortable with yourself yeah that confidence will radiate 
through everything, including exactly. your sex life. Oh, oh, completely. I wa- I came back from that. I was a different person coming home from the nudist colony. I was okay. much more confident in myself. That's awesome. Yeah. So the other poll that we did on on uh, Twitter, which again is at Salty Sex Cast, uh, was can you be comfortable nude around other people of all genders, even if it doesn't involved involve sex? We had 13 votes on that one. Uh, 62% said yes, 8% said no, and 31% said maybe. I think if you take away that pressure, that that pressure to be sexual when you're nude, mm-hmm. it immediately just becomes a this is a this is normal. Like this isn't there is that pressure is completely gone. I feel like the reason people are uncomfortable being naked is because it's associated with sexuality. I, I want to know how. I don't know. Yeah, That's I want to know theory. how else that, and I guess this is a question for someone who lives that lifestyle, but like, I want to know how being nude a majority of the time positively and negatively affects one's sex life. Like, you know, is does it take away that element of excitement? Unwrapping because, a gift. Yeah, you can't <laughs> unwrap your present. Well, if um, does if it Does it, like, enhance the sex somehow um because like you said confidence and are there other factors that, that i mean i, f- I feel of? like i had amazing sex while i was down there but i was 19 and it was a new person it was a yeah. new experience it was a completely, completely new experience so I, i'm probably um, the, the worst person to ask please get at us if you are someone who does live that lifestyle and would love to weigh in nice at uh, saltysexcast at gmail.com yeah. um, and I want to let you know that anytime you reach out to us just ask for to be anonymous we'll never ever say your name we'll never post any of that anything like that it is all completely anonymous unless you want to go by something and you can say you can uh, refer to me as Mr. X or Mrs. X or whatever it is you know and we'll be happy to do that um, that's something that safety and um being respectful of your own privacy um, it's very important to us yes. and please like follow and share on subscribe like follow share subscribe especially uh, subscribe on twitter and uh all the uh, whatever whatever app that it is that you're using to to listen to the podcast yeah we're on quite a few platforms that helps a lot we're getting it and on more and more every day so find one that works for you and um subscribe and and make sure that you know when we come out obviously we're really trying to do this weekly and this is a goal of ours um to have this podcast out every single week for you um and especially as we get our traveling cast we've already talked about and our um guest speaker or you know uh just guest people i almost said like guest speaker but that sounds more like a like commencement or something (laughs) (laughs) graduation speaker i don't know guys i'm done my mouth hurts so bad um but love y'all we really appreciate you listening we love the support we love that people are giving us good feedback that they've learned something and have felt empowered that's the biggest thing we wanted to do is this is an educational podcast a very safe place to be yourself um there's no right or wrong way to be sexual to be comfortable well and to add oh, to that hold on. I, I shouldn't say that okay go on sorry <laughs> I, 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 I was gonna it. say to to add to that i mean as i was kind of playing around with twitter and and trying to get p- 
people involved and talking to us and, and sharing with us, you know, there were some people who pushed back about us doing this episode and they were like, you know, we don't want sex talked about with nudity because it just makes us all seem like we're per- deviants or whatever. Uh, we welcome the opposing views. We want to discuss everybody's opinion. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna we're not gonna censor anybody. And um, no, all the reach last out to us. thing we do is censor right. on Salty Sex Cast. <laughs> well, reach out to us if if maybe um, maybe you have an opposing opinion. We'll do a follow up es- episode and let's talk about it. Love it. Cool. Well, catch us next week. Love y'all. Thanks for being here. What's our topic next week? Ooh, it's, a it's a surprise. It's a surprise. I don't know. Or, or I can look it up really quickly, and you and can, then you can I, edit out the time when I'm looking it up. I've been. We can just chat. Well, I'll just yeah, I'll just keep we, talking. We really try not to edit. The only time we ever edit the podcast is when we've had um, like jets flying overhead because I do live close mm-hmm. to a uh, air force base. Or, you know, dogs and kids, dogs and kids, because yep. they interrupt. Oh, shoot. It's supposed to be our swinging versus Polly. <gasps> yeah. So, but we were going to do that in two parts, right? Two episodes. I it's, feel like we I, have I, to. It's going to have to. It's yeah, going to be a big like one. So are we going to do swinging versus Polly? Or are we going to have a swinging episode and then a Polly episode? Let's do a swinging and then a Polly. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I like it. Okay. Um, um, yeah. So if you have questions related on that material, please get us at saltysexcast at gmail.com. All one word. And Ready? Done. Bye. Bye. Yeah. And what's puberty? Puberty? Well, puberty's a lot of things. Here's the piece. When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange. Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work, and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself. And there's a center opening between those two which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.